Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. WTAW News Time is five minutes after eight. It's 74 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggie Land Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer. Golf cars aren't just for golf anymore. Customize your club car to fit your needs at Aggie Land Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. The Brazos County Health District reports the COVID community level as determined by the CDC has dropped to a medium level. That's after spending two weeks at a high level. The pandemic was the first thing on the mind of Texas A&M faculty Senate Speaker Dale Rice when he presented his monthly report last week. First and foremost is your own good health. Meetings in recent weeks confirm that COVID is active on campus. Tomorrow's Brazos County Commission meeting agenda includes a pandemic update from the Health District's chief epidemiologist. For the third time, the Bryan City Council agrees to change the terms of an economic development agreement involving a downtown housing project. No council members had anything to say in public before their unanimous vote last week. Across Main Street from the Farmer's Market, loft apartments are being built at 22nd and Main. Three years ago, the council agreed to pay for off-street and on-street parking. Rising construction costs was listed as the reason for the council increasing the city's share of the cost from $100,000 to $150,000. The amended agreement still requires the developer of Jordan's Lofts to be ready for occupancy by April of next year. The building with a minimum appraised value of $7 million also includes retail and office space. Bill Oliver, 1620, 94.5 WTAW. Last week's Bryan City Council vote to make an annual purchase of tires generated a discussion of how some council members are not eligible to submit a bid due to their elected office. Councilman Bobby Gutierrez, whose business interests include a tire store, thanked Puppy Simic, a caterer, for serving on the council. Councilman Simic has given up seven years of his life from Puppy's Catering. He makes us dinner just about every single week here. I want to tell him thank you very much for everything he does. Appreciate all the years of service that you have not been able to, even though you're one of the major vendors of the city prior to you coming on council. Simic says over the time he has served on the council, at least one half of the members were business owners. A lot of these people have sacrificed, but you know what? We do it because we love the city of Bryan and give back and make the city better. Simic will again be eligible to do business with the city after he leaves office following the November election due to term limits. Volunteer work is coming to city cemeteries in Bryan. City manager Keen Register reported during last week's council meeting that the Young Men's Service League will be putting in up to 400 hours cleaning fence lines at Oakwood Cemetery. The group will also be helping Reese Across America with a project to replace the ossuary for USA flag ashes and rework the Old Glory headstone and grounds behind the Aston Chapel within the Bryan Cemetery. Register also said the Aston Chapel ossuary will be part of the Veterans of Brazos Valley Memorial dedication the morning of Veterans Day in the Veterans area of the Bryan City Cemetery. 
The city of College Station has monument signs welcoming motorists on Highway 6 near the north and south city limits. The city council was updated at its last meeting about adding signs at the University Drive entrance of Veterans Park and the intersection of Highway 47 and FM 60. Among the discussion points was what should the signs say? Linda Harvell brought up branding that has been added to the city's marketing campaign. Welcome to College Station, the heart of Aggieland. Let's make sure that we get that out there whenever we can because I think that's a, a very welcoming thing to add. Bob Brick and Dennis Maloney brought up the city's traditional nickname. Welcome to College Station, home of Texas a University. And that's who we are. And so exactly. putting, that's fine. we don't want to remove <laughs> that's that. That's who we are. There was also discussion of a different message for the sign entering Veterans Park. WTAW news time is nine minutes after eight. It's 74 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars. More news at 830 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. Hey, good morning. It's 811. It's the Infomaniacs. We're in the WC Tractor Studio. Your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer. In Brian and Navasota, and our weather is brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for total protection plan members. Malik, feel the difference. We'll see enough heat this week so that temperatures flirt with some records. A lot of sun today, high in the mid-90s. Clear overnight, low to mid-70s. Bright and sunny Tuesday, a hot one though, high in the mid-90s. Clear skies Tuesday night. Temperatures only fall to the mid-70s. And for Wednesday, sunny, even a bit hotter with highs in the upper 90s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620 94.5 WTAW. Oh, a pirate's life is a wonderful life, a rope and over the sea. You'd be a career as a buccaneer, it's a life of a pirate for me. Oh, the life of a pirate for me. So there. Yeah. Talk <laughs> like a pirate day. Sailing in the high seas. We'll let uh, Zach do all of that for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to. Oh, you guys like it. I no. know we do. That's fine. It is. This, uh, I don't know. It used to be more popular. Is that fair to say? Talking I mean, like a pirate? Yeah, the, the talk, uh, talk like a pirate day. Oh. Oh. You know, no, yeah, no. I mean, pirates aren't nearly as prevalent now as they used to be. Of course. Um, I think one thing, it, they did have a resurgence whenever the Pirates of the Caribbean movies came out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because, you know, and now you have rides and all kinds of other. What I guess you already had a ride at Disney, right? Isn't that what it's basically based off of? Well, oh, I'm not sure. Now, yeah, see, that's the thing. Remember, we did this kind of a fun fact uh, a while back. We never knew how a pirate spoke. Until Robert Louis Stevenson's Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island was produced by Disney, right? And I forget what that actor's name was, but he played Long John Silver. Okay. And I Matey and all that kind of stuff. I mean, if you really think about it, most of the pirates were probably Spanish, and so they didn't sound like that at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of them were. Well, yeah. I, I, you know, I think. I just, mean, Jean Lafitte probably. Well, didn't okay, sound like French that. dude didn't do that. Hey, caller, what's up? Hey, you know, it just warms my heart to know that College Station has all this money land room so they can just, you know, debate putting new signs up instead of, you know, dealing with other city priorities. Oh, okay, good. Well, we'll yeah, believe me, we'll we'll talk about that. That's uh, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, I I didn't know we were going to talk that much about what we were going to put on the signs, but right, uh, right. yeah, we can sign, we we can sign, do that. But but apparently, yeah, and so obviously Disney has always tried to tie in their movies with rides and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. I can see that that certainly would be uh, a part of it as well. And 
the thing I don't I've never watched one of those Johnny Depp movies, so I don't know how oh, really? he speaks. Yeah, no, I've never seen one of those. Yeah, I mean Johnny Depp kind of makes it his own. He doesn't for sure. speak. He doesn't speak like uh, Long John Silver. Yeah, or anything. yeah. No, what comes to mind at least for me is the movie Dodgeball, where there was a character named Steve, and uh-huh. he called pirate? himself Steve the Pirate, and he talked like a pirate the whole time. Okay, right. Um, and he w- that was hilarious, and that was like a you know a, a so small storyline in that movie, that, but it was pretty funny. That pirate was. Whoever that actor was who Alan played, Tudyk. yeah, uh, Long no, Long John Silver in oh, the okay, Disney sorry. movie, Robert that, Newton, I think, yeah, is yeah. the name of him. There you go. So, mm-hmm. so September nineteenth is your once a year chance to. If to you do really want to do it, yep. you go for it. You, you have an excuse. Put on the eye patch or whatever. It all <laughs> apparently started back in the nineteen nineties as a cult joke between two American friends, uh, John. Uh, he called himself Old Chum Bucket Buyer, <laughs> and Mark. Cap'n Slappy Summers. So okay. Cap'n Mark, Slappy. Yeah, Mark Summers and, and John Bauer, the guys. And it took off, actually, when a syndicated columnist by the name of Dave Barry found out about it. He wrote it in a column, and it happened. And in years past, I think we interviewed these guys that they have been on the show before. Oh, okay. That's neat. And mm-hmm. they did. They, they have, I think, a website. Mm-hmm. And so they were media savvy enough to know, hey, if we do this and push it enough, there'll be enough uh, goofy morning shows that'll call us and talk to us and and we did we did that stuff one time they wouldn't cut a promo for us i remember oh, well, that. that's unfortunate it is but anyhow so if you want to do that today break out in that so and see how that works something fun for you a fun little fun fact alan tudyk who did play the role of steve the pirate yeah attended undergrad at lawnmowers college in jacksonville texas oh, well there you are okay there. Now we've come full circle so you've <laughs> sort of so yeah sort really. of. so you've got that so if you want to celebrate today then uh, why not um, if you know anybody uh, who's a fan of MMA, okay, yeah. Yeah. and you mm-hmm. watch that, or you've ever done that, mm-hmm. uh, researchers at the Cleveland uh, Clinic discovered uh, that the brain damage uh, that boxers and MMA fighters experience in the ring can actually reverse itself. Oh, really? Can actually huh. reverse itself. The study found that uh, after being in retirement for two years, these athletes scored better on cognitive tests. Oh, wow. Fighters scored better on verbal memory and executive functioning. Okay. Executive fun. What does that mean? Uh, well, uh, I presume problem-solving, decision-making. Maybe okay. that would be what that sure. uh, would be. Um, team building, not sure. Fighters scored better on those two categories, and their brains actually became thicker. Thicker. That's interesting. I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah. I wonder if they did the same. I wonder if they did the same type of research, or if they could with um, football players who've experienced, you know, concussions yeah, and things like yeah. that. Um, the the results of the study suggest a recovery of cognitive functioning in fighters who are no longer exposed to the repetitive hits to the head. Okay, that's okay. according to uh, Aaron. Very Ritter. interesting. He said this could be good news for professional athletes as well as anyone who played sports yeah. as a child or suffered a head injury. Yeah. Um, I mean, you would think if your brain is is stopped uh, suddenly stopping getting constantly beat in that right. it's going to start to heal itself a little bit. 
Right, and that, and again, yeah, what this may be indicating it's, is it's, at it's, least it's, it's adapting to make itself safer by yeah. becoming thicker. It's True. like it's calloused, and so, yeah, right. It's it's building itself back, and then in fact, build back better. Right, <laughs> build back better, so to speak. Yeah, if you were a politician, what a thing to say. But uh, sounds like I something did. a cognitive person would do. Yeah, yeah. but it does. That's kind of counter, counterintuitive. If yeah, you think that's about very it. interesting. And it, it's like, and I could just see some NFL player deciding that they would. Uh, uh, retire after two years as a running back uh-huh. based on the Cleveland Clinic saying, okay, now my brain's going to get stronger yeah. <laughs> after it's gotten pounded that many times. But, and again, but they say professional athletes. And if you think about it, uh, look, there's uh, Australian Roos football, there's oh my rugby, gosh, yeah. there's soccer. Yeah. I mean, there are all sorts of ways where your head can certainly have something to do with the way that you play the game or how oh, it's sure. protected. Absolutely. Um, the brain might be okay afterwards, but the rest of the body ain't going to be. But that's it. So, yeah. So just say to yourself, okay, I'm only going to do this for two years and get my head beat in. And after that, then I'll be a smarter It'll be person okay. a when it's all done. Person. There you go. Let's go to the bonfire site where WTAW's top WTAW election night coverage, all eight voting centers in Brazos County have been counted. Today on WTAW, we're joining with businesses from across the Brazos Valley to support our 1620 WTAW. This is WTAW, the first 100 years. I'm Tom Turbeville. It was World War II, and like the rest of the country, the folks in Aggieland were hungry for not just war news, but a diversion from the war. And WTAW provided both. The late Conrad Baring was a student on Air Guy who told me years ago about one of the most popular shows in the country. It was a live variety and quiz type show. And it came to WTAW on the A&M campus. Program called Vox Pop, Voice of the People. And it was, it was the first time radio had been taken out on the street and they interviewed people. And when the war came along and he said, you know, if you could get us an invitation, we'd like to bring the pro. By them, it was the top program on CBS at night. We would like to bring Vox Pop to A&M. So they came May the 5th, 1942, and put on a terrific show interviewing Now, sorry, we could not find that show that was broadcast live from A&M, but Vox Pop must have sounded a lot like this show from South Dakota. And here comes Vox Pop with Parks Johnson and Wally Butterworth broadcasting direct from the crowded grandstand of the Days of 76 celebration in Deadwood Gulch, South Dakota. Vox Pop is dedicated to the grand and glorious order of pipe smokers, and it comes to you every Thursday in honor of Kentucky Club Pipe Tobacco. Today, we call that a remote broadcast. Vox Pop was a big deal in Aggieland. This is WTAW, the first 100 years. WTAW news time is 831. It's 74 degrees. We'll take another look at your forecast after the news. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Tomorrow's Brazos County Commission meeting agenda includes a pandemic update from the Health District's chief epidemiologist. The Health District reports the CDC puts Brazos County at a medium community level for COVID. That's a drop from a high level the previous two weeks. At Texas A&M, Faculty Senate Speaker Dale Rice reported COVID remains active on campus. I realize there's a strong desire to put the pandemic behind us, but the reality is that it is still impacting our university. Rice encouraged faculty members to continue exercising care. We even have several senators who successfully dodged COVID for two years 
only to catch it last month. Rice also told A&M educators to encourage their students to stay home if they're ill. More Welcome to College Station signs are planned to be installed. There was a city council discussion at their last meeting. One location is by Easterwood Airport at Highway 47 and FM 60. John Nichols, who originally thought that sign would be oriented to motorists on 47, reacted to Carl Mooney's observation about the difficulty of placing the sign where it can be seen by motorists on both highways. It would be a little bit more difficult to design, I would think, because you've got folks coming from two distinct different directions here. Good point. I guess I was assuming it was mainly aimed towards uh, 47 yeah, coming from Ellis Campus from Austin. Yeah, but you. But I'm not sure you're going to be able to capture both of them yeah. on one sign. Another new sign is planned for the University Drive entrance to Veterans Park. The mayor questioned what that should say. It seems to me the greater emphasis here should not be welcome to City of College Station, but welcome to Veterans Park, especially with the museum that is being slated to go in and further advances in the Lynn Stewart Parkway and then more and more athletic field development and so forth. The city's gateway sign for southbound freeway traffic near University will be replaced because it's in the path of the future freeway expansion project. The Bryan City Council agrees to give developers of an Eastside housing and retail complex another $310,000 in incentives. There was no public comment by the council before their unanimous vote last week to amend an agreement with the company that's building senior housing and plans to build retail commercial space on University near Copperfield. The original agreement reimbursed the developers $290,000 in property taxes. Council approved raising the reimbursement to $600,000. The reasons the cost of drainage improvements rose from $400,000 to $1.3 million. The developers agreed to start construction sooner of the retail component, double the size of the retail space to 24,000 square feet, and increase the taxable value of the project from 22 to 24 million dollars. Bill Oliver, 1620 945 WTAW. The Bryan City Council received an update during last week's meeting about three TxDOT street projects. TxDOT awarded the Texas Avenue project to Brazos Paving and expects construction to begin in January. It'll last approximately nine months. It includes construction uh, of raised medians and ranges from 15th Street all the way to University Drive. City Manager Keen Register also reported TxDOT is experiencing delays getting materials in a project involving the intersection of Texas and Highway 21 and a traffic signal at 21 in Waco. And construction is still expected to start this fall on rebuilding William Joel Bryan Parkway from Texas to just past the post office. A lighter moment at last week's Bryan City Council meeting originated when Councilman Bobby Gutierrez, whose business interests include a tire store, brought up that he was not eligible to bid on a city tire contract. It's our pleasure to serve. It's our honor to serve the citizens. But it does come with 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 some, not only do we have lost time, lost revenue, not being in our businesses, but we have lost time, lost revenue, and we can't actually do business with the city. Gutierrez later thanked Councilman and caterer Buppy Simek for providing the council free meals before meetings for seven years. That led to a tongue-in-cheek request to Gutierrez from City Manager Keen Register and Mayor Andrew Nelson. Does that mean you're going to give us free tires? No. <laughs> Could we get seven years of free tires? Simek, who is stepping down after this November's election due to term limits, says at least one half of the Bryan Council members he has served with during the last seven years were business owners. 
Unannounced school intruder audits have started in Texas. The Texas School Safety Center says it will conduct intruder audits at 75% or more of Texas schools before the school year is over. Over the past summer, Texas schools were ordered to check every exterior door at every campus following the Uvalde mass killing in which the gunman entered through an unlocked door. The schools are now required to make weekly checks, but many schools say they'll check the doors on a daily basis. In fact, the superintendent of the Mesquite ISD in the Dallas area, Angel Rivera, says they'll check doors four times a day. John Mark Dempsey, TSN News. WTAW News time is 836. It's 74 degrees. More news anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 94.5 WTAW. Good morning at 638. It's the Infomaniac. Let's have a look at the weather. Brought to you this morning by Shipwreck Grill, proudly serving the Brazos Valley some of the best seafood, delicious burgers, great cocktails, in a fun, relaxed atmosphere. They're open seven days a week. Stop by and see Wade, Mary, and the crew at Shipwreck. Some rather hot weather is in store for the region during the early and mid part of the upcoming week. See a lot of sun today. Temperature about 95 this afternoon. Clear skies overnight, 70 to 75. Not much wind. Sunny, hot Tuesday. High again in the mid-90s. Clear mid-70s Tuesday night. Sunny, upper 90s Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945 WTAW. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. It's time for our Arts Council of Brazos Valley update, and Abigail is here with us in studio today. So good to have you back. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. And you have a guest today, so yes. I'd love for you to introduce him. I'm here with Chris from KEOS Radio. All right, yeah. Chris, Thank welcome you. into our studio. Oh, thanks, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I'm from another radio station, so it's yeah. neat to see your setup here. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. tell me a little bit about KEOS. KEOS. Yeah, so at KEOS, we're 89.1 FM, and we are a um, non-commercial, non-profit radio station, all community-based. So we have a lot of community uh, programming folks in the community who have their own shows. We have some uh, syndicated programming that we bring in, but our studios are located in Bryan on 202 East Carson. Okay, yeah. excellent, yeah. excellent. So what are you here to talk with us about today? Yeah, so we've got a great concert coming up, um, September 29th, which is a Thursday at okay. Grand Stafford Theater. It's our Lone Star Music Series concert, and we do this every year about this time at Grand Stafford Theater. And it's, it's perfect for me to talk about it today because this started because of a grant we got from the Arts Council. So the Arts Council, um, their annual marketing um, or programming and marketing grant, um, those funds have helped us get this started. And what we like to do is bring in some Texas artists, uh, you know, at a really nice venue in downtown Bryan um, and just open it up, you know, say to the public, this is here for you. Thank you for everything you've done for us. This show is for you. And so this year we've got Chubby Knuckle Choir. They are from Bastrop. Chubby Knuckle yeah. Choir. What They're, an interesting name. They That's are fun. really, if you've never seen these guys, I mean, they are really interesting. They call themselves, um, let's see, Acid Funk Soul Grass. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I'm getting the vibe, and that, You get that vibe. They have even a washboard that they play. But That's awesome. Yeah, they're the headliners. And then we've got Matt Harlan, who um, is from Houston. He's a singer-songwriter, great guy. And Brooke Graham, who is from Milano, Texas, who, in fact, I think today is in Nashville making a video. Like, awesome. she has made an album and she's been friends of ours for forever. So we're so happy to, to bring them. You know, our f old friends come back, have
have a good night, good evening in downtown Bryan. Tickets are on sale now, grandstaffordtheater.com. They start at $10 for general admission, and we've got some um, reserved as well as some bal- nice balcony seating. So, you know, we just invite everyone to come out and join us for a great mo- night of Texas music. You mentioned a great venue. I love the Grand yeah. Stafford Theater. And if you haven't been to see a show or been out in that, that venue, it's really cool and very it unique. It is. It is really nice. I mean, the sound sound quality is, you know, excellent. It is. And they are great partners um, for us in this. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, we so appreciate their help and their support over the years. That's great. So remind people where they can purchase tickets right now. Yeah. So GrandStaffordTheater.com. Um, you know, you don't have, you can buy them at the door, but okay. it's always best to get them, you know, to get the exact seats that you want. Go go ahead and go, go online and get them now for September 29th. I was just yeah. about to say, remind me yeah. of the date and the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. and doors so, open at five. Okay. Music starts at six. Chubby Knuckle Choir will go on around nine. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today about what you guys are doing over at KOS? Yeah. You know, mostly if you're, if you would like to do a radio show, um, visit us at kos.org. We have an application there. People can fill out to do a show, to be, if you'd like to work behind the scenes, um, whatever your talents are, if you're interested in radio or just the community, um, you know, come in and connect with us. We'd love to work with you. How long have you been doing stuff in radio? Oh gosh, I've been doing this at KOS for about 12 years. So it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. What got you into radio? Because I just, as another radio person, I love to ask. So I remember KOS when they, I was in graduate school at the time uh, here at Mm A&M when they started um, and back in the nineties and some friends of mine got involved and I was hooked. I love music um, and I love music that a lot of times you kind of have to dig for. You can't, you know, used to back before the internet, we couldn't really find a lot of stuff that easily. And I love connecting with other people who love music. Mm -hmm. So that's really it for me. All right. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You bet. You bet. All right, Abigail, what else do we have going on with the arts council? So we have just introduced our new staff pitch gallery exhibit in the arts council lobby with amazing work from Thomas Flynn and Charles Wallace. So make sure you come out and see it before we bring in our next round of staff pits next month. And we are also still showing our gallery exhibit, The Colors of Nature and Music. These artists are incredible and the paintings they have on display are honestly so stunning. And the Arts Council was just presented with Total Wine and More's incredibly generous $10,000 donation from their grand opening here in College Station. We are so thankful to have community-oriented businesses like Total Wine in Addyland. And as always, you can stay up to date with all things art and culture through our website, acbv.org, or find us on social media at the Arts Council of Brazos Valley. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our... Community segment is brought to you by McCafferty Electric. They light up your life. It's the Infomaniac, 1620-945-WTAW. It's about quarter till. Glad you're with us. We're going to give away some stuff here in a minute. Hoping we can talk to our winner. We we actually were pretty lucky while you were gone. We talked to quite a few winners. Well, mm-hmm. Most of them on. Hoping we can. <laughs> our question was, how would you change burgerdom, I guess? Hello? Hey, Troy. Yes, sir. Scott. And Chelsea. And Zach. The Infomaniacs, and you're a winner today, buddy. Congratulations. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thinking was the best topic. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even wait for you to ask. He didn't, exactly. So that was our question, is how would you revolutionize burgerdom? Have you... Let's keep maple bacon all day long. Uh, yeah. cut. On almost anything, right? 
Yes, sir. Everything. Right. So now, uh, so when did you discover this this wonderful commodity? After I got back from Afghanistan in 2011 or 2012, I do believe. Thank you for your service, first yeah, of all. Definitely. Yeah. And so you know, you, you think about it. We suffered so long with just the best that I don't know Hormel could put out there for us, some thin sliced uh, just bacon, just twerpy bacon. Twerpy bacon. And then we find out all the things that you can do with it. So what else have you uh, decided to add this? Uh, can we call it a condiment, this yeah. meat condiment? A topping maybe? Uh, be more of a topping. I like a little bit of chili powder, and uh, I'm really, really into fried pickles sometimes. Too. Oh, oh, man. Listen, this Heck is a yeah. – hey, so what do you do, Troy? I'm a maintenance man at the bend. At at the where? The bend department. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Okay, that's cool. All right, got you. So uh, I, I got some Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue for you. I got some passes All for right. you to go have a big time in Burleson County this weekend. Um, if you misbehave, don't tell them you got the tickets from us, okay? <laughs> he, he's laughing. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, here's the deal, man, because I found out that uh, that you served us in Afghanistan, and thank you again for that. Um, I've got uh, four passes for uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas that are good till the end of the year. Could you use four passes? Yes, sir, I could. Yeah, awesome. So, like, uh, are you, you got a family? Yes, sir, I do. How many kiddos? I got one that lives with me and two that live with their parents. All right, so there, so there. I, you know, I can uh, I can give you as many as six if you need. That's that's the way I am because I've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> Scott's feeling uh, generous. I appreciate yeah, all of them. I mean, right. I'll take as many as you'll give all right, me. I'll give I, you. I appreciate, all right, I appreciate we'll, everything. Thank we'll God. do that. We'll give you six of those, and uh, we're on top of the Guarantee Bank building. Uh, come by and get uh, your goodies and enjoy it. And thanks for letting us know about the bacon. Yes, sir. Thank you all. See you, thanks, Troy. Thanks, Troy. Awesome. Troy's a great salesperson for bacon, is it? Yeah. Yeah, to have yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. Oh, bacon. It does does bacon. make it so much easier. So, yeah. I, I have a, uh, a buddy. His stepdad was actually from New Mexico. And, you know, they put hatch chilies on everything. They do. And he made us burgers. And, and he didn't put the chilies in the meat, but he did put them on top of them. And they were delicious. They yeah, have done a lot with hatch. Oh, oh yeah. And you almost want, like, I didn't know what a hatch chili was until HEB started their whole hatch season promotion. Got it. Um, and, you know, obviously they, they really push it to the point where I'm like, do you guys have stock in hatch chilies? Like, what is this? But um, because they make, I mean, remember they had those hatch cookies and they had like, they, they do hatch chili everything now. Right. And that's it. I suppose since it's caught on, then you catch the wave and you just find all the different ways that you can get people to use them. Right. That's popular. But because that's, and I don't know, I guess, can you pickle hatch chilies? I mean, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure either. I, I would. I, I feel like you can pickle anything yeah, these days. Well, you can, and that's, uh, I was reading a story, I don't know, in the last week or so about, um, oh, it's about how to measure the heat of chilies, and we'll talk about that some, okay. sometime in the future. I started and, using jalapenos a lot more. Well, and the thing is, you know, you, and you'll get some that are hot, some that aren't. Right. Uh, and you're right. I don't understand when you start talking about ghost peppers and that kind of thing. No, when it's it gets too, to be too yeah, exotic, for yeah, you. Carolina I, Reapers and all that. Right, like I like when it adds flavor to the dish and maybe a little bit of a kick. But yeah, when you start talking about those kind of heat levels, it's just it's not even enjoyable. At if least it's for right, me. and if it's about the heat level that gives it some sort of a, um, a notoriety, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where what are we actually missing when they start injuring your tongue? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to end up crying the entire time. I mm -hmm. want to enjoy my meal. Please. Hey, good morning. Today. Infomaniacs about eight minutes till I Zach, I'm sorry I did not see this until this minute. 
that you're a PA announcer now. Yeah. So when I initially talked about it, I think you that was the first Friday that you were out. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, you haven't been back since. Uh, yeah, no, I'm doing some PA for Snook. So they found Snook out they had a celebrity in town. <laughs> yeah, right that's there. How, that's exactly how it went. That's um, it. Yeah, actually, one of the one of the dads of one of the players listens to the show. Great. And the guy that they had been having do PA for the last couple of years. Uh, his son's a senior, and so he wants to be in the stands, you know, sure. uh, oh, cool. understandably yeah. so. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, and I'm actually neighbors with the coach, and I was I brought that up to him <laughs> whenever we were doing the Eagle Media Day deal. And he was like, hey, you know, if you know any college kids that might be looking to do it, I'm like, well, I don't know about college kids, but <laughs> no, I'll do it. You know, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, and the stadiums, literally, I can look out my, my kitchen window and see the stadium. So oh, easy. Makes easy, it, easy. Makes it super yep. easy on Friday nights. I get my high school fix, and then I get to come home home but uh yeah the first game it they actually played brazos christian ended up getting rained out okay uh, as they had lightning in the area and everything else and so this past friday was the first one that i got to do the full game uh and we somehow made our way through that but it was fun because you know lauren and hudson showed up and they got to hang out for a little while cool uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, two-way football, man, high school football. So now if uh, if uh, your wife and the kid aren't going, can you actually walk to work? Can you walk to the gig? I could walk to it if I so <laughs> chose to. Uh, it is a little warm out, as you yeah. made note of earlier, so I uh, chose not to do that. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could, I could walk to it. So you gonna you got reserve parking? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I get there early enough, I can find some parking, which is nice. Which is outstanding. Um, but, you know, it's, again, a small community, which we, we wanted. Uh, we perfectly, you know, we knew what we were signing up for when we got there and uh it's fun getting to talk with folks and really getting to to know to people know in the community yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and so uh, i haven't gotten kicked out yet they haven't fired me from it yet so we'll we'll see how long it lasts but. i miss friday night football i used to love friday night football and uh, you know after i quit doing play by play for a while then i take uh, one of my kids and we'd go and i love small town Football, of, of course. Sure. Yeah. Best one. I, I was in. Uh, I was in Caldwell. Went went to see the the Hornets, and uh, so in the midst of the game, I mean, the PA announcer says, I, "B.J. Williams, your lights are on." <laughs> they know <laughs> whose car it is. Car. That's it's, what it's, I'm saying. It's not exactly. the silver Corolla yeah. with license plate. No. It's yeah. It's like, so, hey, Billy. So we're glad that you're into the PA world now, yeah. Zach. Now though, you're gonna have to. You know, they're gonna they're gonna give you a cheat sheet for a while. But after that, if there are any lights left on, you're gonna have to I'm know have whose to know. car it is. Yep. That's it. Three minutes till it's the uh, Infomaniacs from the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. We've all been in that situation where we're on the highway and we see people going in the other direction stopped stand still mm-hmm. and you think about boy we're really glad we're not in that line right <laughs> oh, not oh those yeah suckers. definitely all right, so anyway i heard all these horror stories and so we're coming back in and we landed uh, at uh, we're, we're the airport we're going to leave out of amsterdam and we get there and we're going to the hotel and there was a line and it was it was an hour long oh. it was at least an hour long okay that was when you got back or going no that's uh, when we're coming back and okay. uh, so because we left the next morning it wasn't too bad but still Security at an airport is a big deal. Those oh, yeah. people have to do things that we don't necessarily see here in U.S. America. Right. That they do. They the security is uh, is tight there in uh, Europe. And, yeah. So know. interesting story out of Germany. Uh, German customs officials say a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost 100 giant African land snails oh, and other items hidden inside bags at the Dusseldorf airport this month. Uh. So. A 
Authorities said they actually saw one of the snails. These things are like as big as the palm of your hand. Yeah, they're, they're huge. really large. So they they stumbled over one of the snails on a baggage truck. They initially thought it was a toy, but then it started <laughs> moving. So they followed this the trail that was left by this snail. They found a hole in a bag with another snail already peeping out of it, uh. prepared to dash for freedom. What, dash? Um, yeah, exactly. In total, <laughs> dash. he's yeah. going to run, yeah. Officials found six bags. Listen to this. 93 giant snails, 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat, Whoa. and a suitcase full of rotting meat. Ooh. All of it had been imported from Nigeria. <laughs> Apparently, it was destined for an African goods store in Western Germany. Uh, so they were able to get the snails to Animal Rescue Service. Uh, the meat was destroyed. Yeah. But never in the history of the Dusseldorf Customs Office ah. has a trail of slime led us to smuggled goods. That's wow. disgusting. Could, yeah. yeah. See this, this snail trying to slowly get away. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I, so. need, I need to send you guys a video. There is a parasitic worm that will infect snails and basically turn them into zombies. Oh, oh. zombies. Ooh, zombie sure. snails. Yeah, I have to send you the video. It's pretty creepy. Okay, we almost made it all the way through the show without talking about the queen. Oh. <laughs> but I'm just saying, page six reported that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were uninvited from a pre-funeral reception at Buckingham Palace yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I mean, Interesting. Wow, the very idea for world leaders and other people. They, the, the deal is apparently the couple originally wild. received their invitation to uh -huh. the event, but a spokesperson for King Charles, that sounds a little weird, doesn't it? King Charles uh, told the outlet that they basically were uninvited. Yikes. Well, the funeral's been going on for like three Ten weeks. Days. So yeah. honestly, they probably needed a break. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, think it's the whole they country's a taking break. a break today. Exactly, they are. All right, we're back tomorrow. Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW College Station. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.